Thank you so much for finding your way to Mindset Matters. My name is Amy Fordyce. I'm a spouse, a mom, sister, aunt, and I'm navigating my way through this crazy thing we call life. I've had, and still do, have meltdowns. I've had breakdowns, loss of a parent, divorce, abandonment issues, and so many other things I'm sure you can relate with. I really only got into listening to podcasts back in 2019, and I've been inspired by so many, I knew it was time to give back. I really don't know how all this worked, but I made it a priority, and I'm learning as I grow. I really do pride myself in creating episodes that are 15 minutes or less. So join me every Thursday for a new episode that I know you will relate with. Are you ready? Let's do this. Where are you at? What are you doing? What's going on? Thank you so much for coming back. This is episode 63. My name is Amy Fordyce, and we are going to do something a little bit different today. I haven't talked about this ever because I've always been trying to bring relatable things to you as far as mindset goes, you know, divorce and therapies and filters and, you know, all ki- those kinds of things. You know what I'm talking about, right? You've heard my podcast. So today I wanted to do something a little bit different because it is relatable, but it is different. It doesn't really have anything to do with mindset. But in 2020, when the pandemic, COVID, whatever you want to call it, came to the forefront, um, I, I really got into Netflix. My my son kind of turned me on to Netflix and he goes, oh yeah, you can watch it off your computer, like in the room. I'm like, wait, what? Really? Oh, okay. So anyways, I know that sounds stupid, but I, I really didn't know how Netflix worked and I'm, you know, I'm getting there. <laughs> so I started binging on Netflix in the evenings and I came across a lot of things that I thought, looked pretty intriguing and interesting. So I started watching. And this is about Netflix. These are my favorite binge-worthy series that I am hooked on. I've watched and I'm actually watching one of the series again. I'm, I'm going through it again because it was so good. Oh my gosh. So 2020, it it just, it all started for me. I got hooked on Netflix. And as I scrolled and scrolled and scrolled, I came across quite a few series that just really intrigued me and made me just kind of gasp and wanting more. So I know there's a lot to watch on Netflix, but here are a few shows that I've watched and I definitely recommend. Now my top list for sure is right here. I mean, I've watched a lot, so you know, I don't have all day to do this, but I wanted to at least break down a few of these binge-worthy series that just really kind of had me scratching my head. Now this had a great cast and I was hooked from episode one. It's called Bloodline. Now, if you haven't watched it, it's, it's a dramatic thriller that explores the demons. I'm going to go ahead and read what it said on Netflix. It explores the demons lurking beneath the surface of contemporary American family. Now, the Rayburns are hardworking pillars of their Florida Keys community, but their past contains dark secrets that they hope remain buried. Paranoia and mistrust build as lies pile up 
alliances are shattered, and an unthinkable crime, which is just kind of crazy, <laughs> takes place. Now, this tight-knit family is formally, you know, harmonious. Harmonious relationship deteriorates, and good people are forced to consider doing very bad things. Abigail, my cat, every time I turn on this damn microphone, she's got to speak up. Stop it. You need to go outside right now. This cast and this series was absolutely, it was scary. It was unbelievable. It was real. And like I said, I was hooked from episode one. It's called Bloodline and you can find it on Netflix. Now, if you like crime, you're going to love this. I'm a crime junkie. I love NCIS, Criminal Minds, Catching a Killer, <laughs> all of those. The ID channel is life to me. Um, so I really like this. So crime, if you're a crime lover, you're going to love this. This had me covering my eyes. I was cheering and 100% in suspense. Now, it's called Dexter. If you have not seen Dexter, you need to see Dexter. Dexter Morgan is a Miami-based blood splatter expert who doesn't just solve murders. He commits them too. <laughs> when I read this, I was like, what? I need to watch this immediately. In fact, he's a serial killer, but he only murders the guilty. So he feels justified with his lifestyle choices. His policewoman's sister and his cop co-workers have no idea Dexter lives a double life. However, his adoptive father, Harry, knows his secret and does, in fact, help Dexter hone his skills. It's a unique brand of justice for which this charming Dexter fills a psychological hunger. A decade after Dexter Morgan sailed off into the sunset storm, he's back and ready for some new blood. Now, this takes place, I think, back in 2006, and it was fantastic. And Showtime just came back. I mean, they just came back with it, but it's on Showtime, and I don't have Showtime, and I feel like I need to get Showtime now. <laughs> Showtime officially greenlit a Dexter revival in October of 2020, and with the premiere date taking place, it already took place on November 7th, now, like I said, I don't have Showtime, but I really do feel like I need to get it so I can watch this, you know, watch the last episode series because it was so good. And the very last episode kind of left you hanging and you were just begging for more. And, um, and so when I saw this, I was like, wait, what is happening? Oh my God. So I'm very excited about this. And I honestly, I really do think I might get Showtime just to watch. And then I'll probably cancel it. But just don't tell them that. Um, so here's another one. I bypassed the show. And my number one favorite show is coming up here in just a little bit, which I'll tell you about. I bypassed the show several times. And I kind of waited and waited and waited and waited. And then I was just like, oh, I'm just going to watch it. And it really did turn out to be so good because to me, this just did not look like something that I would want to watch. And it turned out to be actually pretty fantastic. It's called Outer Banks. It's definitely not my style of series, but I decided to go ahead and watch. And I, I really did love it. I, I really do. 
And it took me until about episode three to get really into it. And then I just couldn't stop watching. And every night when I'd go to bed, I was like, oh my God, I can't wait for tonight. I get to watch Outer Banks. So a teenager enlists his three best friends to hunt for a legendary treasure linked to his father's disappearance. And there are only two seasons. I believe season three um, is coming out. I should probably check on that. I'm not sure what, what the dates are on that, the season three. So we'll see. But this next series was my absolute favorite out of all the Netflix movies and series that I've watched. Are you ready? This was my favorite. And I'm actually re-watching it again. And I don't do that. Very rarely do I ever go back and re-watch a whole entire series. But I was going through Netflix and I'm like, I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen that. Oh, I've seen that too. And I've seen that. Oh my God, that looks stupid. Oh, can I just tell you something really quick? My son had watched Stranger Things and I've, I've heard so many people just rage about it. And oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. And you, you guys, honestly, it's just not for me. I did watch season one. And I started season two. There's three There's three seasons. I started season two, got through, I think, two or three episodes. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh God, no, I can't watch this anymore. So I, I just couldn't do it. But number one, right here. It's called A Designated Survivor with Kiefer Sutherland. It had me in the first five minutes of the first episode. It is absolutely fantastic. Um, as a low-level cabinet member, this is all about the White House, all about politics, and it is absolutely phenomenal. So as a low-level cabinet member, Tom Kirkman, played by Kiefer Sutherland, never imagined something would happen that would catapult him into the Oval Office. When a devastating attack on the night of the State of the Union address claims the lives of the president and most of the cabinet, the Housing and Urban Development Secretary, that's him, who was named the designated survivor in case of such an event happens, which I don't even know. Is that even real? Is there really a designated survivor? I should probably look this up. Anyways, he finds himself promoted to leader of the free world. He is now president of the United States, suddenly thrust into his new position of power. You know, this guy, Kirkman, struggles to keep the, the country from dissolving into chaos. And he must adjust to his new normal, unaware of what fresh horrors may await the United States. Mm, this was so, so good. Explosions, deceit, affairs, murder, um, investigation, love, death. It had everything I craved for. Plus, you know, like I said, I love politics. So this was really a win-win in my book. And um, if you have not watched it yet, Designated Survivor is my number one pick for any kind of Netflix series, along with Dexter and these that I talked about. But wow, it was just so, so good. So anyways, you guys, that's all I, that's all I have for you. <laughs> During the holiday season, I just wanted to kind of keep it short, sweet, to the point, and give you, you know, just some tips and 
ideas of what is out there. And if this is not, if you don't like politics, you probably won't like this, but I love politics. So it was a really, really great series for me. So anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate your listenership. Thank you so much for being here. This was definitely a different episode for me. So thank you. Every Thursday, I come out with a relatable episode. So make sure and join me. And until next time, don't forget, always remember that mindset matters.